You know, if you think about primary schools, college, any of that, there's a social component. And that component needs to be present in online courses as well. I'm a true believer in that. And I'm seeing it. I'm seeing more and more course creators realizing that having a self-paced course on its own is not enough. Welcome to Level Up Your Course, where we pull back the curtain on what it takes to create learning that transforms lives. You will hear stories from business owners like you who share their success and their struggles. This is not where you come to hear passive income myths, friend. This is where you learn the truth about building a profitable learning platform. I am your host, Janelle Allen, and this is today's episode. What's up, everybody? It is episode 96 of Level Up Your Course. I hope that everything is going well. We are going to have something a little bit different. I do this every now and then. I do just a solo episode, just me talking about some key things. And today, I am really excited to dig into three buckets. So here's what we're going to do today. Number one, we're going to talk about the state of the online course market. What's going on with online courses? What are some of the things that I have learned? I'm going to share all of that with you and where things are so that you can use that information to improve and grow your business. Speaking of business, I'm going to share some changes that I am making to my business. So there's been a lot of heads down, deep work for me lately, especially now that we're, as of this recording, into Q2 going to share everything that's going on so you can be up to speed because there's a lot of fun and exciting things coming up that I want you to know about. And the third thing that we're going to talk about is exactly that. What is coming up, especially as we get into summer of 2019. So as of this recording, it is May 2019 and there's some great stuff that I have planned for you. So that's the third thing that we're going to get into. What is coming up summer 2019? All right, let's kick it off. So what's going on with online courses right now? You know, whether you are just getting started with online courses or you have an online course and you want to improve it, or maybe you even have several courses, you're building a platform or you already have one and you're looking to learn how to take it to the next level. Here are some things that I've seen with the online course market over the past six months or so. The biggest thing, the biggest thing that stands out is that there is a leveling up. So the people who were only creating online courses because it was the trendy thing to do are moving on. And (laughs) so are their customers. They're moving on while the rest of us, the people who care about teaching, are digging in and leveling up. What I'm seeing is founders People who are running small teams who either, you know, are SaaS founders or they have a coaching program, they are focused on improving the quality of their education programs. And that usually means instructional design and or just delivering better results from a coaching standpoint. That is what I'm seeing founders focus on. They're reaching out and saying, how can I help my people get better results? Really digging into that. Solo entrepreneurs, and I'm talking consultants, coaches, and freelancers. What I'm seeing in this segment is that they are starting to realize that it doesn't have to be either or. 
They're realizing the importance of improving learning and engagement in online courses and, this is the big end, marketing and sales. So in the past, and this is a big one, I think, for where we are now. In the past, what I typically saw, if you're looking at quote-unquote online course gurus, they either were heavily on sales and marketing or heavily on learning and results. And I think now we're seeing people who want to create courses, course creators, especially ones who are solo or running a freelance or consultant-based, service-based business, basically, realize that the two don't have to be separate. So you can focus on learning and engagement and improving learning in your course. And you've got to focus on marketing and sales. The two go together. It is not an either or game. And I know it sounds captain obvious. If you're running a business, you got to, you know, address marketing and sales too. But for a lot of people, it isn't. And I feel that we're getting to a point where people aren't trying to be on one side. They're understanding that they can do both. So to me, that is a a big mindset shift and I absolutely love it. The other thing I am seeing, and this is not new to 2019. This is something that I feel started in 2018, early 2018, which is a resurgence of high ticket coaching programs. Now, when I say high ticket coaching programs, I am talking about, you know, these $10,000 VIP coaching programs. I'm seeing a lot of that coming back. That's not new, by the way. So if you have been an online entrepreneur for a little while, and by a little while, I mean, you know, at least, what is this, 2019? So at least six years, you likely remember coaching programs like this being a thing around that time, 2013, 2014. So now it's coming back. You know, it's harder There's more competition with creating online courses. And so a lot of people are saying, hey, I want to make more money. I'm going to create this high dollar coaching program. Love it or hate it, that is what I see coming back. But outside of those high ticket coaching programs, I'm seeing coaching be more prominent, period, in the industry. So if you had a self-paced course, I'm seeing a lot of people who are beginning to offer more live components, or maybe they're just doing that out the gate instead of focusing on how can I create a self-paced course that becomes passive income. That used to be the thing everybody wanted to do. And now people are asking the question, how can I be better at teaching and interact with my learners? Huge, huge shift. And I absolutely am here for it. As part of that, there is a deeper emphasis on community. So there's three domains of learning. If you are on my mailing list, you know that I talk about this stuff as an instructional designer. Three domains of learning, they are cognitive, affective, and psychometer. Cognitive, the brain, information, knowledge, all of that stuff. Affective, emotions, values, things of that nature. Psychometer is usually skills, physical skills, and so on and so forth. Community, things like having forums or group or one-on-one interaction connects with the affective domain. And it is super, super important when you talk about things like engagement and motivation. Because while some people may be highly self-motivated, we need social interaction. If you think about schools, 
You know, if you think about primary schools, college, any of that, there's a social component. And that component needs to be present in online courses as well. I'm a true believer in that. And I'm seeing it. I'm seeing more and more course creators realizing that having a self-paced course on its own is not enough. There needs to be an affective aspect. So usually this is taking the form of community. So it could be a forum. It could be a Facebook group, a Slack channel. You're seeing messenger bots pop up, but some way of interacting. So speaking of community, let's talk about that because that is a big one. There's a big elephant in the room, and that elephant is that more and more people, myself included, are getting tired of Facebook. Now, here's the thing. You might be nodding your head or you might, you know, be mumbling bad words about me right now. But here's the thing. It's almost weekly we see something about Facebook and privacy and how they really just don't give a damn about our privacy. And I'm seeing more and more people in my courses who are saying, I'm not on Facebook, or I would love if you had a different option because I'm just not feeling Facebook right now. This is something that I see popping up much more lately. And you're also seeing demographically that there is a difference between who is on Facebook. So I'm seeing, you know, if you are serving a younger audience, and by younger, I mean probably 30 and below. So 20s, 30s, probably not on Facebook as much. Early 30s. Late 30s and up, probably on Facebook. So something to think about, because the question becomes, well, if more and more people are logging off Facebook, and look, I am not a huge fan of Facebook myself. I didn't have a Facebook account until I became a DJ. And I realized that all of the events, people were finding out about events through Facebook. And that's why I created one. And then I said, okay, well, now I'm creating courses. Let me try this out for my courses and create Facebook groups. However, the question becomes, if people are checking out of Facebook, that means that there's more people that you are in a sense, alienating, because if they're not there, they can't get the support that they need. So where do you go? What do you do? The other thing about Facebook is there's a lot of distractions on Facebook. You know, you log in and an hour later or 30 minutes later, you've gone down some rabbit hole that you had no intentions of being down. You came there for a purpose and then you ended up here. So when it comes to education, that's not what you want. You want people to be able to, you know, log in and have that deep work or engagement that they need to get something done. So again, where will they go? Well, here's some options. What I'm seeing in the market is Mighty Networks. I'm seeing people trying out Mighty Networks. I have not tried it as someone as far as setting up a Mighty Networks account. I've logged into a couple Mighty Networks, didn't spend as much time there and not enough time to give an adequate review. So Take this for what it is, I'm, but I'm seeing more people testing it out. I'm also seeing Slack is still around. People are still setting up Slack channels for their online courses to have that community aspect. If you're not hip to Slack, get hip because it is definitely, definitely a good solution, especially if you're not using Facebook because you don't have the same distractions. And everybody is there for the same purpose. And especially if you have a large community, 
it can just take on a wonderful life of its own. Where else? So private forums, membership sites, people are also using these again. We're seeing a resurgence of people setting up private forums for their online courses. And by private forums, I'm talking a membership plugin using WordPress where you're able to create a form like BB Press, and I'm not even going to attempt to remember all of them. But those are the three. So where are they going? Mighty Networks, Slack, private forums. Those are your options if you are just not feeling Facebook. So I already use Slack for my group program, and it works wonderfully. So I am gradually going to phase out Facebook and Where am I going to go? I'm probably going to use Slack. I don't see myself creating a private forum. So Slack, maybe I'll test out Mighty Networks, but we'll see. I'll keep you posted. All right. So what else is going on in the online course market right now? Last two things I want to talk about are video. Video is popping right now. So if you are not using video, check it out. We already know about having video course lessons, but using video for your marketing is something that I see a lot of people doing right now. Sean West is really good about this. He records video and then he shares that video all throughout his social networks. So teaching, even in smaller snippets, using video to drive traffic and grow your audience and your authority. Definitely something that you're going to see coming from me is more video. Last thing, personalization is the big buzzword when it comes to marketing. So maybe you have seen people talking about solutions like right message or just using the word personalization. And if you're not sure what personalization means, essentially what it comes down to is being able to segment your audience, know exactly who they are and what they're looking for so that you can personalize the offers and the content that you deliver to them. So in other words, being able to create or offer relevant content based on their needs instead of delivering the same messaging to everyone. Let me give you an example. So I've been testing out Right Message, and I'll get more into this later, but Right Message enables you to survey your audience. And when they click on their preferences and tell you, let's say they're into real estate, you can set it up so that it gives a certain message that's real estate based so that you're providing content relevant to the needs of that particular segment. That is personalization in a nutshell. And it's the big buzzword. So that's what's going on in the market. All right. So let's talk about what all of that stuff means. All of this information that I just shared also means something for my business. So what's happening with Zen Courses? Again, if you're on my mailing list, you've heard some of this, but there's more that you haven't heard. So the first thing that is happening is I am doubling down on my group program. Finish your damn course. Absolutely, absolutely love teaching small groups. I love it. I did not, you know, when I launched the group program last year for the first time, I wasn't sure. I was just trying something, right? It doesn't have to be perfect. Just trying it and seeing how it would go. It was my first time. People were asking for a group program. So I said, let me try this out. Absolutely love it. So I am going to double down 
on that group program, scaling back on everything else and making my group program my primary offer. What does that mean? I will still take on high value consulting clients, but I'm going to limit it to only three or four per year. That's it. Might even be less of things really if I really get into this group program, but that's it. Still going to offer self-paced courses for those who might not be a good fit for the group program or consulting. But just so you know, so going forward, I am all in on the group program Finish Your Damn Course. I love helping people get past mind blocks and giving them that personal mentorship that they need to finish their course. It's not a self-paced program, and I absolutely love it. Other thing, again, recording this in May. So reflecting, I intended to create an episode where I talked about what I learned about from Q1, from the first quarter of the year. Didn't get around to it, and you'll learn why in a moment. Biggest lesson from Q1. Q1 was great, started off great, but at the end of the quarter, I realized I had some big marketing problems. Number one, need to increase the traffic to my site. So, you know, I kind of let my traffic stagnate and I check my metrics every month. I highly recommend that you do the same thing every month. Check your metrics so you can know where you're at, whether you're growing or whether things are stagnating. And I saw some stagnation and I realized that I need to increase. I need to invest in in that top of funnel marketing, i.e. driving more traffic to the website. So the question, if you have a small team or you're mostly solo like I am, the question is how if you have limited time, you know. So for me, I wanted to be strategic and I'm going to tell you how I'm going about it in a minute. Second marketing issue that I saw I needed to work on is a need to improve my email marketing systems. Again, if you're on my email list, you know that I absolutely love email marketing, but there were some holes in my marketing systems. Case in point, until last year, when I launched my group program, I did not have an offer for my middle segment. So my email course for that middle segment was a bridge to nowhere, right? So you're listening and you're thinking, oh, Janelle's doing this. I had all these holes. I ain't got it figured out, but I knew it. It's just, you know, sometimes you got to focus on other things. So this year I said, you know what? I'm going to get it sorted. It was literally a bridge to nowhere. And that is not serving my audience, which is why I was eating under my skin because I knew that I needed to have a better offer for them so that I could help them solve their problems. So filling that gap is one of the things. Also, another hole in my email marketing system, the funnel for my other two segments were not converting well. So I figured out exactly why, and that's what I've been working on. So that is where the changes are going to be in my business. Doubling down on Finish Your Damn Course, fixing my marketing holes, and the third part of that, which is related to marketing, which I know everybody wants to know about. Everyone loves to hear about tools. I realized that I need to move away from drip. So last winter, I don't know, maybe it was December, November, December, somewhere in the last quarter of 2018, there was a lot of chatter on Twitter. This mass exodus away from drip by a lot of my peers who, to be quite frank, were the reason I'd signed up in the first place. 
people like Brennan Dunn, Amy Hoy, Alex Hillman, we're all saying Brian Castle, we're all saying I'm jumping ship. And they were having a lot of deliverability issues. So if you don't have an email list and you were considering Drip, pay attention. They were having a lot of deliverability issues. In other words, their messages weren't making it to the people on their list, which is a big red flag. But I wasn't having any of those issues. I wasn't. So I had other things I was working on and I was like, well, I'm not really having those issues. So I'm not going to make this big switch. Here's the thing. If you were checking Drip out, they've changed their business model. Their target customer used to be online business owners and other people who were kind of related to that, right? If you had an e-commerce shop or something like that. Now they focused on one target customer, e-commerce shops, specifically people using Shopify. So if that's you, Drip is still a great option. If it's not, it's not. So I was completely okay with them changing. They have a right to focus on whomever is the best fit for their business, right? They can change their business model. Didn't have any issue with that. Wasn't having any deliverability issues. What is not cool, though, is seeing the pricing drastically increase and seeing slower send times. That's not cool. I'm not okay with that. So it should not take 15 minutes for an email to send. That actually happened to me today. I hit publish. 15 minutes later, it sent. It does the thing. No, do the thing when I tell you to do the thing, right? So it makes you wonder, well, if this is happening with a broadcast email, what's going on with my automated emails? Are they even, what's going on? When you run an online business, email marketing, you rely on it. And so you need a tool that is going to be reliable. You also need a tool that wants you to be their customer, right? And I just don't feel like Drip is that. So I'm moving to ConvertKit. I'm switching back. I was with ConvertKit before Drip. Now I'm going back. Highly recommend if you haven't started your email list or if you're thinking about switching from someone, ConvertKit is my number one recommendation. Now, I'll be honest. You know, I like to keep it real. I am going to miss Drip's feature set. Things like lead scoring, which is the ability to see how engaged people are with your emails, which is an indicator for whether or when they'll buy from you. I'm going to miss the elegance and the power of their workflows and automations. That's why I moved because when ConvertKit introduced automations in 2017, they just weren't there. They weren't elegant. Sometimes they didn't work. And that's why I left. Well, that was 2017. A lot has happened. ConvertKit has worked out a lot of kinks. Their visual automations are better. I know people who are running million-dollar businesses on ConvertKit. So they've made a lot of progress, and they're getting better, and they're committed to getting better each month. That's all I'm going to say. This isn't a sales pitch for ConvertKit, but I know that tools can be stressful. That's what's going on. So those are the things that are going on with my business. All right. Now, speaking of what's going on, I promised to tell you what is coming up for summer 2019. Again, we were talking about email lists a moment ago. If you're on my email list, and if you're not, what's going on? Get your life together. What are you waiting for? If you're not on my email list, just go to zencourses.co slash newsletter 
and subscribe. Or you can text the word updates with an S to the number 44222. Why should you be on my mailing list? Because there is a lot of exciting, valuable content coming your way this summer. Look, if you're on my list, you already know about my summer workshop series. I am going to be hosting three, maybe four, but definitely three workshops over the summer to help you move your business forward. And shout out to everyone on the list who completed the survey and chose the topics. You want to find out what those topics are? You know what you got to do. Go to zencourses.co slash newsletter and get on the list, my friend, because that's where you're going to find out first. But for everyone else, in June, I will be running the first of the summer workshops. And yeah, you just subscribe and you'll find out what they'll be on and how you can take part. But just know it's going to be some good stuff. I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to, you're trying to trick me into revealing it. It's going to be some good stuff. And here's the thing, just in all seriousness, everyone is tired of webinars where you get, it's just a pitch fest. This is not a chance for Janelle to pitch you. These are really going to be workshops. You're going to have worksheets. We're going to work through things and you're going to come away better than when you start. You're going to learn things and you're going to apply things to your business. So for example, if you're struggling with getting your email marketing set up, by the end of the workshop, you're going to be in a good place. So summer workshop series, you don't want to miss it. Sign up for the list. Go to zencourses.co slash newsletter to get on my email list because within the next couple of weeks, I'm going to start putting out some information for how to sign up. Or you can text the word updates to the number 44222. All right, that's not it. That's not all that's coming up this summer. So talked about the summer workshop series, bringing it back to marketing. So I shared some of the things that I'm working on with regards to my marketing. A little over a month ago, I asked my Facebook group. <laughs> yeah, Facebook. There we go. I asked my Facebook group how they drove traffic to their sites and courses. And I was surprised that the majority, and I'm talking about 40%, the majority did not have a clear strategy. So there were some people who did. Some people said, I use Facebook ads or I use such and such. Great. But a lot of people said, I just hope, prayer. I, I don't know. And we got to get strategic, right? Because here's the thing. If you are a course creator, you got to get traffic to your site so that more people can find out about your course so that you can sell your course. It's not enough to just focus on instructional design. Marketing is part of it. If that word marketing makes you cringe, you're cringing at what you think marketing is, not what it actually is. It's just about delivering value. It's about getting your message out there. And so starting this month, I will be doing a monthly marketing challenge. I'm going to test out one strategy. So it's not overwhelming, one strategy each month. And then I will report my results the following month, which means the first one will be available to you in June. I'm going to test it in May, comes to you in June. Again, you want to sign up for that? Hop on my email list to find out what I'm going to be testing because the announcement is going to go out in the next week and you will be the first to find out. Go to zencourses.co slash newsletter. You knew it was coming. You knew it was coming. So 
two or three more updates. Summer hiatus. That's right. So all of that stuff that I just mentioned is going to be a lot. It's going to take a lot of focus. It's going to take a lot of energy. And to make space for all of this, the podcast is going on a little over a two-month hiatus over the summer. The last episode before the hiatus will be on June 5th. Then we're going to take a break for the rest of June and July and plan to return around mid-August, early to mid-August. So that is what's coming up. And I just want you to know that there are still three interviews coming up after this one. Let me tell you what they are. Jacques Hopkins, he and I had a fantastic chat about his approach to online courses. He specializes in creating sales funnels. And we talked about that and and his experience with his course, Piano in 21 Days. Joel Hooks from Egghead.io had a great chat with him about his approach to using instructional design to improve the quality of his screencast for his software-based business. And Josh Duty, who is a salary negotiation coach. We talked about, you know, his journey. Fantastic interview. That's going to be on the 5th of June. So those are the next three interviews coming up before the summer hiatus. And we're going to take a two-month break, and then we'll be back in the early part of August. All right. A couple of loose ends before I get out of here. First thing I want to say is you can expect to see, so I'm taking the summer in addition to doing the marketing challenge and the summer workshop series, I'm also going to be improving and iterating my courses. So if you didn't sign up for Finish Your Damn Course and you were waiting for the next time, first of all, it's opening again in August and I'm going to make a ton of improvements to the program. So you definitely want to be on my mailing list so that you can find out what's new. I'm so excited about it. The other thing I'm going to do is, it's not really an iteration. It's more of version 2.0. So I currently have a course called First 500 Subscribers. If you're in that course, thank you. But I'm going to expand the scope a little bit. And it's now going to be called Launch Your List. So it's new and improved. You will see a landing page to sign up for that course coming up soon. And if you haven't launched your email list, this course is going to be for you. It's going to help you not only get started, but learn the strategies that you need to start and grow your email list. Because here's the thing, your email list is so critical. It's such a key part of your business. And I see a lot of people putting it off, sometimes for a month or two, but sometimes for years. Take that first step. So Launch Your List is going to help you do that and get on my email list so that you can find out when it goes live. All right. Before I get out of here, I just want to say two things. One, go to zencourses.co slash newsletter and get on the mailing list. You knew that was coming one more time because they're so many exciting things that are coming up this summer, and I want you to be a part of it. The other thing I'm going to say is thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening and being a part of this journey with me. I'm making a huge attempt to be more transparent 
to share more of of when I learned something, I'm going to share that with you. And that's the impetus for all of the things that are coming up this summer. So come be a part of the family. And I can't wait to see you on the other side. Thank you so much. See you next time. All right, my friends, that is my time. Remember, before you can level up your course, you must first level up your mind. As always, thank you for hanging out with me for another great episode. I do not take it for granted. I am Janelle Allen, and this has been Level Up Your Course. Peace. Peace.